Hello dear friends, welcome to ZenPod once again where we continue our conversations in part 2 with Raga. In part 1, we started the journey with Raga speaking about her 51,000 step journey, a 42 kilometer walk she undertook in order to support the underprivileged children in India who do not have access to primary education. We spoke about spirituality as always. The evolution of Raga. What does success mean to her and how does she define success? Is our society willing to accept the truth? What does living her truth mean? The duality of life and conversations around it. We also spoke about her book Untold Lies and how it came about. Raga also mentions about story poems, a concept that I am hearing for the first time which is a combination of story and poems. How does Raga manage change and what does she think of it? Some very interesting but hard conversations around all of these which have been a very significant part of her life. So please stay tuned in as we jump straight into part 2 of our conversation with Raga. Thank you very much. You are a champion for unconscious bias, LGBT. Can you share more with the listeners and educate us actually, us including me as well on, on all of sure. this? So, so unconscious bias basically is one of my favorite topics. So what is unconscious bias? Bias is wherever we make a, you know, differentiate. Correct. It's Correct. simple. Correct. Unconscious means what's something that we're not conscious of or we're not aware of. So a lot of us, we've been brought up against social conditioning. All of us are unconsciously biased positively or negatively, all of us, you will have a certain affinity towards maybe certain kind of, I'm saying people or women or conversations and automatically you will have a bias towards that person. So we live in that world. None of us are not conscious, you know, unconsciously biased. We are sometimes also consciously biased. Sometimes I will know of something and I will consciously be biased. But what is unconscious bias? Basically it is how we, we have biases now just make two, Girls should play with uh, uh, dolls and boys should play with guns or cars. So that is also when simple, give me an example. So when you're born, we're only born with one language. No language is no language. We only know how to cry. Correct? For everything we will cry. Then when we get a little, uh, you know, uh, little maybe few months or I don't know how many, eight months, nine months, we start saying ma, pa, whatever the first words come out. But slowly, we start, when our ecosystem expands, we have caretakers, we have school, we have other networks, our vocabulary increases and we start saying things that we have heard. And whatever other people say, somebody will say, oh, brown ladka, wo to bakwas hai. it's gone into our head. So we, we start defining and biases by brown. Brown and bakwas. Bakwas, yeah. We, we start watching movies. For instance, in movies, they will show anybody who has a scar is a bad man. <laughs> Or he's in Ramsey's Ramsey's horror movie. Yeah, I remember. So we we start identifying that with horror or something bad. So anybody we see with a scar, instantly we will say, there's a problem with this person. We are scared of that person. So limp, somebody who has a limp, we will say, this manipulative cunning. It comes from Mahabharat. Mahabharat Shakuni, right? (laughs) So these are biases that we have. Or somebody who is big, will be overweight, will be very funny. Yeah. In their presence, we will start laughing for no reason. 
or somebody who's wearing chashma you and i are nerds we are intelligent yeah, super so, intelligent because we're so these are biases that are a part of our life then it correct. goes in even further venki it goes into let's say we are in a recruitment uh, uh, role and then we receive then we receive say uh, we are looking for a certain role to be filled and we are seeing applications mm-hmm. then you just imagine how will you shortlist you will shortlist based on the person's age you'll shortlist based on the person's gender married not married uh, if there's a photograph how handsome or how pretty uh. okay shortlist in that criteria education also now education somebody is educated in iit iims instantly they are superior you know if somebody is in the, has been to the same college or comes from the same locality as you or where you grew up or same education as you had superior so we are constantly biased we do not think that this role is right for this person we think this person is best because i am biased towards that person we don't even realize it and we do this in every part of a life the life partner we choose you know the way oh. we bring up our children true. true the education that we provide to our children which college they should go to everything true. is biased people say oh no 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 i am not biased at all we are all biased i am also yeah. biased yeah yeah true True. I like true. South Indian men. Sorry, so I, yeah. Venki sent me a message, and I said, "Oh no, no, I'll do this for Venki because Venki is from South India." Correct. My brother is. I mean, you know, say I'm also from South India, so I'm biased. True, true. Strange. So, so you have I, to be aware. Sorry, sorry, Venki. But yeah. the point of this is the the conversation point is that we are we have to be aware. We should be aware, and we should make sure that that doesn't impact anybody else negatively. Mm. Okay. In the form of banter, we will say, "Ye taklu hai, ek taklu." Yeah. Yeah. You know all these things we say. Hey, nee nee, masti ho raha tha. We, I was just teasing you. Those are not things that we have to. We have to be careful because we are hurting somebody else's sentiments. We are disrespecting somebody else. So being conscious yeah. of our unconscious bias is very critical, and that is when a lot of us we have to unlearn certain things that we have been taught. Yeah, by our parents, by our school, uh, school books we read, the movies we watch, the art form we see, and we form our own biases. Let let's form our not biases. Let's form our own decisions and choices. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm just thinking about some of those, and you're right. But but you know, it always uh, makes me wonder, uh, Raga, and you know, at our age, we when we were growing up, I for sure had. some pretty uh, funny nicknames uh, uh, i may not like to be called that today <clears throat> but i think i grew up in school with that uh, i don't think it affected me i maybe i called my friends kalu or kanya or you know all of that and uh, yeah maybe maybe today I'm, maybe we are all today sitting and thinking maybe it affected him or her or or if affected me in some way i am not aware of but maybe it did or are we becoming overly conscious as a generation what do you think i see i think that we must become over, overtly conscious if we think it's overtly conscious i don't think it's overtly conscious i think we should be conscious because okay. a lot of ta- things that we have done in the past just because we didn't know doesn't mean it was right correct i agree so like like you're sitting back and saying i have called people kanu uh, and agree. whatever you know they they are slurs they are some you don't yeah. know just because people smile and don't say anything correct doesn't mean that they don't feel it True. so any any form of disrespect True. i think we should be conscious of overtly kya hota hai yeah you were right overtly you're meaning that correct oh if i think about it, am i getting too politically correct yeah, now yeah, do i yeah, have to yeah, no yeah. you know in in movies when people show say uh, 
effem- effeminate men, gay men, as and they'll call them names, make fun of them. Guess yeah. what happens when parents are watching, children are watching? Yeah. Instantly, they see an effeminate boy. They Correct. will do the same. Correct. So we are we are creating that culture. So we have to stop creating that culture if we want to True. give up. So we have to leave a, a beautiful environment for our next generation, and then they take it forward. We also have to leave a beautiful, beautiful mindset. For the next generation, so that they can take it forward. I think that that is a million-dollar word that you use, and I think unfortunately we are miles away from it. I don't know whether you agree with it, but <clears throat> we really are miles away from leaving our kids in a good mindset or our younger generation a good mindset. And maybe we need to start. It's it's happening. It's happening worldwide. I know, but maybe we need to instill it at an earlier age and 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 and, and tell people, tell our kids. Uh, at least those with younger kids saying it's okay for somebody to be dark it's okay for somebody to you know have a limp it's okay for somebody to not have hair and he can still be as good and and it is it is it is proved for people like us who have lived a decent life it's proved to us that the fair guy has not been the hero always <clears throat> you know right. uh, it's true it's true yeah. and, and i'm using fair here a little loose but yeah. but the reality is yeah it's so yeah so that's really uh, unless somebody does something that leads you to believe that he is a bad person uh, I, what i hear you say is don't jump to conclusions don't yeah, label not, him right not just jump to conclusion yeah, don't label that's a very yeah, good thing. I, i think, think the yeah. younger generation has uh, exposure to yes. what we have there's dialogue yes. you and yes. i didn't have we had to go Correct. to the library to find Bil- something bilkul bilkul and even in the library we didn't know what to look for because these conversations were not there so i didn't even know anything about being gay so for instance i wouldn't yeah. look up a li- in the library Correct. but now a younger person has the opportunity to listen to these conversations these dialogues become responsible enough and have a mindset enough when they go into the workforce influence it positively to make sure that if they in the creative field have a have an yeah, outcome ab- absolutely right absolutely yeah true true yeah and it is it is in in some of the developed countries the communications are already changing right so it's no longer uh, and a very simple example but no longer good morning ladies and gentlemen that has to change right yeah. and that's changing in developed countries that's changing by some senior people right so yeah th- th- there is yeah something beyond ladies and gentlemen as well and it's okay right yeah. so uh, true, true. that's interesting You know, thank you. When you are having, when you're talking to me, I'll point it out to you okay. on your own show. Okay. So a lot of times you made reference to something as he. Yeah. So that's how we talk, right? Yeah. Our language is so masculine. It's so yeah, I agree. And you're right. When we talk about a person, we should say they. Yeah. Correct. Right? Correct. Them. Correct. 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 Why is a person always he? But you know, yeah. but it's not your fault. It's the it's the conditioning. True. True. We all True. automatically talk about it. No man's an island. No, can't say Iya. Okay, I stand corrected, madam. I will take it. <laughs> no, no. no, sorry, is, I wasn't trying to expose. No, 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 not at all. You know, I there are so many times I use guys. Yeah. And, and while I may mean girls, while I may mean she as well, but yeah, you're right. We need to abolish this from the society. Yeah, I agree. Okay, we are learning every day. True, true. Yeah, but you know, you're right. While I consciously am. trying to it's the unconscious or subconscious thing that slips out because it's been there for so long you know and exactly. it's, it's like it's like in an engineering class you had zero girls at one point of time and and today you have girls taking up some really pivotal positions which is fantastic right so amazing. Uh, it's amazing. amazing yeah awesome uh, the next topic a little sensitive 
you went through uh, raga some really trying times especially while coming out of the closet um the question i want to ask you is two one where did you draw the grit or the tenacity from did you have to call on an inner power or the spiritual quotient as i call it <laughs> okay first of all you know as my i famously say that closets should only be for clothes <laughs> not to hide your truth i'm glad you and, said that <laughs> yeah? seriously i say closets are only for clothes and not to hide your truth that's number one so this coming out i hope and i really pray hard that whatever impact people like me are making in this world that there will be a time when nobody has to come out of the closet really and and it's like not straight people not the gay community nobody has to come out of the closet now did it did it take a certain kind of inner power to come out and live my uh, truth and i think i think anybody who goes through a challenging time any kind of challenge whether it's a loss of a you know somebody's uh, loss in your family if it is loss of job separation divorce accident whatever whatever i think the only thing we call upon at that time is something that is there inside of us support outside is very critical we need to have the support of our family our friends our <clears throat> networks because that also gives us a lot of strength but in my case because i was in new zealand at that time i was in a foreign country really all alone i had to totally rely on myself and that i think has taught me so much and that is why i think it also helped me build empathy for others mm-hmm. i never take it for granted my life every morning when i wake up venki i thank for having gone through very difficult times because i feel that and i'm alive and i feel that that has given me maybe the person that i am that has given me the opportunity therefore to serve other people in that way i never question if somebody comes to me and says i'm going through a really bad time and i i never say oh, go be strong no you can't be strong at that time that time you need someone to listen to just listen and see how you can help somebody and yes so i think i and i'm going to uh, talk about spirituality because that spirituality like i said i also uh you know was dysfunctional some of us think and i uh, take back those words now that at that time i also relied on spirit another spirit of another kind i used to hang out with friends and think as we do good times bad time drink you know and that hasn't served me well and i realized that you cannot whatever grief you go through you have to deal with it Mm-hmm. in the best way possible so you keep coming back when the drink settles and it's over or the you need to drink you will still come back you still remain yeah but what is important is not spirit is spirituality that stays on and i found that not that i was an alcoholic at any point but you know that also played a role in my life and i talk about it you know and it just kind of numbs the pain it doesn't take away the pain spirituality takes away the pain nice very beautiful very beautifully very beautifully put okay let's talk about let tell people the listeners uh, the person i've we've been speaking to for the last few minutes or last hour or so has is famous let me tell you why <laughs> you have a film being made on you come on <laughs> come on and i've been dying oh. to act in a tele serial all my life oh good so let so i in, think let us in on it i am so excited Okay, and by a very well known film producer so <laughs> yeah thank you thank you benki it's it's interesting i was at, at a literature festival in noida 
and onir the filmmaker who's made my brother nikhil and i am and wonderful films you know on the subject of lgbt and others as well bhige loves i think uh, something like that so anyway so he was on the panel with me and he was talking about all these fantastic gay films and i said to him that hey you know interesting you're talking about all these wonderful award winning films i said when are you going to make a story a movie on two women you know and he just kept quiet he didn't say anything you told him that I, huh? yeah on the panel i mean like you know yeah and and wow. everything you know venki uh, without sounding sexist i must tell you that even in the lgbt community the gay men have the uh, are superior have the oh. power it's just exactly like the hetero world okay. women are first of all women and i hate the word lesbian but i will say it uh, we uh, don't have a voice because a lot of people don't come out because of the whole male bashing and bashing that we get from the community so anyway so i was talking to him about it he didn't say anything two days later back in mumbai first morning um, first thing in the morning i get a call i was at an event staying at a hotel in mumbai although i had a house there came to the hotel to meet me he said i i didn't know your story i heard your story you have me in tears can you write a story for me oh so i said sure so he, he commissioned so during lockdown because i live a very busy life i told him give me time so during lockdown i wrote a story commissioned by owner which he rejected the first two drafts he rejected he said what nonsense this is terrible story total victim i don't like it at all so i wrote a third version of the draft and the third version of the right draft i made it very funny and light he loved it he said i'm buying the rights from you and now he's going to make a film based on my life and my story and that is also in the i'm in the process of writing a book on that and that book which hopefully will be out sometime this year or the next year awesome onir ko bol do yaar side role bhi kahin pe de de <laughs> done done <laughs> i can even bring a cup of tea to the drawing room or something like that <laughs> why not why not i mean i'm hoping that he'll give me some role <laughs> come on but this is awesome how do you feel about this raga uh, not apart uh, from not, the excited and all that yeah, uh, yeah. that's it <laughs> it's it's a very, it's a very disconcerting feeling okay i felt the same when my book came out it's very i'm very uncomfortable about while i may seem extroverted yeah, yeah i understand and i feel that my private public which uh, is why i asked public, yeah yeah i feel uncomfortable being so vulnerable because it exposes you it exposes on a large screen it exposes yeah. you again correct uh, if you read my book and if you see my story you'll see that i have hidden many times because of the abuse so i'm fearful almost of whether i'm opening myself up for that same judgment same abuse same kind of ridicule <coughs> all over again and this time by people who don't even matter to me so it there's a fear but then also i think i am now more uh, bandaged or you know the bubble wrapped let me use the word i bubble wrap myself so much that i don't think that what an outsider says will matter to me as much as what i say to myself matters to me living the truth what's your take authentic it's you have to be authentic nothing else it's like your awesome. you know venki we face the consequences of our choices you look at your life i look at my life Absolutely. every day every moment Absolutely. right this conversation that you're having with me that will go on a public podcast you don't know what the outcome is going to be of that you know you don't know maybe we will get accolades and people say wonderful conversation maybe somebody will say what's wrong with venki yeah. for having these kind of conversation yeah correct no you don't know right so every minute that we speak the truth we bring the truth there is a consequence and we have to face 
the consequences of our choices yeah and i'm i'm okay with that i mean yeah wonderful people have done it before us and people should continue doing it <clears throat> and you're right there is no use hiding hiding behind the book <clears throat> yeah awesome awesome uh and i i want to get back to you know the earlier discussion we had before this and you know you spoke about uh, even in the gay community you spoke about you know uh, the same biases happen that happen in a hetero thing what can be as a society or or all of us as a society do more in supporting raga according to you see what what they have coined is a term called allies allies are people who support anybody who is from the community right okay. so I, i think we need at this point right or wrong we need more allies i'll tell you my the father to my children even though what he's been through i'm sure it's not something which is very pleasant for him he's <coughs> our biggest ally so he supports oh, nice. us he's our biggest ally he supports us he's su- supporting us he supports the community we have friends family who support us who support the community we so the best thing you can do we allies can do is have these kind of conversations be open you know not not make decisions or make conversations or respond out of fear or out of ignorance there is knowledge available there's information available everywhere read up and i'll tell you a very short uh, story about this person just two three days ago i saw this on um, the internet a, a son came out to his father and he said that he was gay young boy came up to his father his father just stopped he felt he didn't know what to say he was in a yeah. state of shock he yeah. expected yeah. his son to say that to him but the first thing he did venki was he hold, held his son's hand he gave him a big hug and he said don't worry son i'm with you i'll support you most wonderful most wow. important thing okay wow. the next day he spent all day at a library <laughs> and he went through every information possible what is gay what is gay and how to what are the ways what will my is my son going through beautiful he first understood what are the fears he will have what are the ways that he can be abused what are the dangers because there is danger to the gay yes, yes. even today there is hate crime as you know yeah yeah and how can i support him become strong and secure and know that he's got my support as a parent to me that is what is important in india there's a group called sikar which is set up by parents and uh, oh. which is set up by chitra palekar and a lady called aruna desai and they oh. are pa- parents of uh, children who have come out oh so this this is a support group they help each other so if you have any questions or how do i do what do i do so there is that help available nice. corporate companies in india have started this diversity and inclusion cell yes. you may know that yes. is mostly this tokenism tick in the box but there are some who take do take this seriously so they are they have these lots of conversations to the, uh, with the young the youth or the people in the company that's also important to have these dialogues filmmakers are making films on this as a mainstream so make it mainstream normalize it venki that is what i'm saying that's how you can uh, help the community if somebody comes out and says to you you know i am gay that's it you've got that information take that information respect it now don't go and tell 20 other people you know raga raga is gay that's not your responsibility yeah yeah you know there is you don't tell people nice. think they're doing, doing people a favor, favor by saying this person is gay that person is gay or if somebody comes out to you and tells you that you know i'm fearful i don't know what to do show them that they don't have to be fearful just because of their sexual identity you know that's how we can we can help spread awareness be kind be compassionate it could be you it could be somebody you know you know 
it could be your own child sure. very very interesting very deep you know i uh, we spoke about this sometime uh, in the conversation and i'm not sure the next question whether that's answered or you want to bring it up in a different way the turning point in your life raga there are many turning points so i've had many turning points but for me the biggest turning point right now i will say in the present was when my book untold lies was published oh that's the day i became this person and i said to myself now i will not give anybody the power over me i will have the power over me and that is the biggest learning for me venki so that just happened 2 years back yeah that's why i say wow. 50 and out i came out wow. at 50 wow in many ways not even 2 years a year and half year and half ago <coughs> yeah yeah but wow inspiring yeah stick to it and absolutely you know raga you are you you are pretty much uh, on social media you are you are you speak at public gatherings you speak at places that matter and and we won't go into all of that but what what really i want to know is and i want the audience to hear from you is what is it what is something that and we'll just take one or two examples that someone has said that has stuck in your head after your talk there is a, there was this one occasion in jharkhand when i was doing a, a literary festival i was on the panel i finished my session came out as usual you had a huge amount of you know yeah. people who uh, <laughs> gather around you that happened but there were a couple of uh, very young people who came up to me one of course touched my feet and he started crying oh, wow and he said i had given him the courage to go back to his mother parent and his mother in particular and uh, uh, you know talk about his sexual orientation that he was hiding for you for a long time okay and that was one which was which had a really it impacted me i sat then i cried because some some young mind had really impacted and there was another girl who said that she was very badly abused because she had told her parents that she was bisexual now she's only 18 and whatever their re- uh, reason that they have chosen to uh, talk about it and she came back and she said to me and then she messaged me later and she said thanks to you my mother is now okay with me being who i am so these are the conversations and and i get that constantly but i think the biggest impact uh, for me was from my mother although in my book and in my stories you will see that my mother tried to kill me when she heard that uh, you know i was going to explore my sexual uh, orientation and she reacted that way because she had no other choice at that time that is the best thing they knew what to do they would rather kill somebody you know and it was a metaphor not really killing i yeah, rather yeah, kill I, you than you know i know and then i got but but she she later told me we did we made peace in a we, in in our indian families we never talk about these things at least our generation never talk <laughs> even if you are failed marriage children <laughs> drugs never right it's all brushed under the carpet it is put in the closet as we know but she said to me she said live your truth that's all she said to me that has had the biggest impact wow. but i still didn't live the truth for a long time yeah that's very and i'm very glad she said that right raga before we we wind down and close i have to do a rapid fire with you oh yeah sure yeah if you don't mind <laughs> sure. i mean we, we uh, it's been a very deep uh, and a very uh, engaging conversation and there are so many um, and, and there are there are so many aspects to it there are so many i was just going over some of the discussions we've had and i made some notes there is so much more that needs to be done uh, you know we talk about equal society we talk about equality and and i i don't think we understand the difference 
I don't think we know. Uh, I think we think we are privileged because we deserve it, and the rest don't. Right? Yeah. Or, or we think somebody who doesn't look like me is not normal. Correct. And that's Correct. sad. And that's sad. Yeah. So I agree with you. I think I think the onus is on people like us, and maybe even the twenty-five-year-olds uh, or the twenty-year-olds too. And I think they are to wipe out that bias. which is why a lot of times people don't people in our generation don't like the younger generation because they question us they challenge the bias and i'm glad they're doing it okay rapid fire for you so you know um, and we'll do it exactly like a rapid fire so raga is i mean what do the following mean to you so raga is random <laughs> <laughs> wow i expected some flowery answer from you <laughs> man overrated <laughs> we agree i agree <laughs> woman in my heart cute okay uh, gender equity critical yeah that's true yeah it's a must changes challenging you saying that yeah it is truth is scary live it life is magical mm. and you are the pc sarkar of it is it <laughs> <laughs> i want to be <laughs> awesome awesome raga what would you like to be remembered as 50 years from now <clears throat> you know this question has been asked of me before and i think to myself i don't think i have that kind of an ego that i want to be remembered as anything at all i want to be in this moment in this moment i want to do the best i can in the best way i can be the kindest and the most compassionate soul with the right people of course not uh, give power to anybody not uh, to abuse anybody myself included so i don't know whether 50 years from now i really want to be remembered or not if people can remember me today and be impacted in my today i'd be very happy with that winky Maybe fifty years from now or twenty-five years from now, Raga, your actions would have put five hundred kids through school, and they would be working in good jobs or looking after their families. I absolutely hope so, and I pray that all of us—not just my I actions, if all really of us multiply, do. multiply that action. I really, and I am getting goose pimples as I am saying this, but I really hope that happens for you. It will. It will happen. <clears throat> nice, nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It. It was indeed wonderful speaking with you, Raga. It was. It was. I think it was a very open-hearted conversation, if you may call it. Uh, and um, anything you want to say before we close up? Just, just that live your truth is something that I have kept on and on about. But make it fun, make life interesting, make it funny. I, I do something called LGBT in a minute videos. <laughs> Look up my Instagram totally okay. out now. I see okay. the same messages in a funny manner, and I'll give you an example. Yeah. Baba Ramdev came up with this whole theory that being gay is a disease. Oh Jesus! Yeah, as Baba Ramdev would do. So I did a little spoof on it. It's less than a minute, and I basically uh, read that that Baba Ramdev says that you know it's uh, being gay is a disease. Then then this person calls up HR and says, "Hello, HR. You know this is Raga. I cannot. I'm I'm not. I cannot come into work today." And this person says, "Oh why?" i am feeling gay so same message said in a funny manner that is how life should be lived it's not don't take life too seriously enjoy it whether you 
want something for yourself or someone else comes in and asks something of you just chill enjoy have a gin and tonic live life fully thank you very much raga thank you i know you're very you're chock a block but you agreed to come for my podcast i'm honored it was really a pleasure talking with you and we will stay in touch for sure uh, we will stay in touch thank you thank you so much thank you venki you're a fantastic host and thank you for the <laughs> respect Thank you. And thank you for making a contribution to my walk. Oh, come on. That is a huge no. thing. Thank you. No, nothing. That's a drop in the ocean. Nothing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.